You're listening to Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. Welcome to a very special edition of Bluey's Brisbane today, uh, brought to you by our friends at QPAC, who are hosting the Bluey Stage Show, Bluey's Big Play, coming soon, end of the month, uh, to QPAC. We're actually set up down here on the banks of the Brisbane River on the promenade today with Lou Bromley and Brett Howe, who is the festival director of Out of the Box, a long-running children's festival in Brisbane. Um, Lou, no card table today. No. We couldn't fit it into the uh, into the setup. I couldn't carry it with my ice cream. No, so we, without, <laughs> the, without the card table today. But look, Brett, thank you so much for joining us today. It's lovely to be here. And isn't Brisbane just turning on the great weather? The breeze is spectacular. We're down here under the figs. It's beautiful. Yeah, getting ready for a Boxing Day test match. We've just chomped down on, a, on an ice cream, a la the ice cream episode, and we are in the spot where, you know, the kids did, um, did the ballet with the melting ice cream on the promenade here at South Bank. We even busted out a few moves to stop the drips catching us out. Yeah, we might have to take Lou through the fountains to wash her off. Yeah, I feel like that. We'll just go through the beach, I think, behind me. <laughs> well, speaking of Boxing Day test matches, you know, you, you dropped your ice cream and that was a great save. That was a classic catch. Call me Australian cricket. I'm here to save you. Brett, you've been involved with the Out of the Box Festival for many years now. So can you, for, for Brisbane people, they'll be familiar with that, especially if they've got kids. But for non-Brisbane folk, can you just give us a bit of an idea about the festival and what it does, your role with the festival? Sure. Out of the Box is um, a festival for children aged zero to eight years old, and it brings together art and education. It's been doing that for almost 30 years. Uh, and it talks about, talks with children about their opportunity to engage in art and express themselves. And really that's what we're trying landing is what the voice of children can be and how we can all learn from that. Uh, and um, besides being, you know, my full-time job, it's a lot of fun working with kids, getting to play, really seeing the world through their eyes. I think, you know, if we can get everyone to step into that space, play for a little bit, see the world through a child's eyes and... Um, take on that kind of creative aspect that a child does. We'll all be a better. We we'll all be better off for it. And and out of the box is involved with the Bluey stage show, and that idea of play just ties in so nicely with Bluey, doesn't it? Absolutely. It was you know when we were starting to look at how the festival might manifest and and what we might do. Uh, Bluey was kind of out there in the ether, and we really wanted to work on that with that show is not only is it quintessentially Brisbane and we're a Brisbane-based festival and have been for a long, you know, going for 30 years, but this really talks about this city, children in this city, how we play, how adults learn from those that play, how adults can step into that play. Bluey really is the exemplar of what the festival kind of aims to do. This is almost like art, Bluey, mm-hmm. is imitating for real life. Brisbane, and then you guys are reinterpreting the art imitating life as art up on stage. How are you recreating literally the, the vista outside your doors mm-hmm. here at QPAC to be up on stage? Well, I, it's not our doors, that, like it's the Red Hill view, right? You, there's that iconic view from the backyard of Bluey that you need to see out the window, you need to see what the, everyone knows what the bedroom looks like, everyone knows the house, right? got to recreate that so people feel safe in that space watching it on stage it's a different experience on stage it's it's not cartoons that can do all the things you see on the screen um, but it's a more personal experience there are people up there doing it with you so what we've got to do is take all of that and and, and bring it to the audience Ludo have been fantastic they've given us all the artwork 
that we've needed and we can just draw from that and go, we recreate it this way. And the production team um, and Jonathan Oxide, who designed it, just done an amazing job of going, right, well, here's the view and we need to look at it like this from this view, like we're sitting and watching the telly and it needs to move like this and come back together like this and this is how we go outside and inside and um, all of those things have been able to draw and, and use our form to recreate it. It, it, and it's pretty spectacular when they show you the design drawings and you see the set being made um, and it looks like Joe's drawings and it looks like the colour palette and, you know, they've colour matched it with the right code of it's an 834, oh, the hex blah, code. blah, yeah, 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 whatever that is. Yeah. Like, everything is so precise about being true to the original work on screen. But then how do you take that into a live space and, and stretch that so that that makes more meaning as well? really fun actually well you've got a wonderful quote about why you do out of the box and it's about you know providing something for kids to develop empathy and understanding mm-hmm. what do you see with bluey as a stage show that does exactly that well it does everything about that i think that's why we love it and that's why it's not just it's not about kids it's about people right um and now more than ever we need empathy. We need empathy with what's going on in the world. We need empathy because our neighbours are doing it tough here and elsewhere. We need empathy because our family is doing it tough all the time and that's not just now, that's forever. Um, what we want, what we think is if everyone has that empathy, if everyone understands their emotional state and can safely experience those emotions, then they are able to be better humans, better citizens. Our world will be better. And I think kids can step into that space really authentically. Um, they are, you know, they don't hide their emotions. They don't play with their emotions. Um, but they need to experience the new ones. So something like Bluey will show you how to uh, reconcile a challenge in your life safely on screen, but you can go through those emotions yourself. And then when you are having that experience, you can go, oh, I remember when I was trying to do a handstand and no one was watching me when I was doing it really well and I felt isolated and I know then that people will come around and you'll find your people and then everyone will celebrate you at some point. You just have to be patient. Doing that safely on screen helps when you're off screen, I think. It's the same like, you know, when you look at the vistas and you look at the place where it is, it kind of, it's safe to kind of go, I'm in this place and I'm in this place with this family and as surreal as it is that they're dogs, everything else is so real that you feel safe in that space. You feel safe. I feel safe knowing that that's my Brisbane. I feel safe knowing that that backyard is like a million backyards in Brisbane and that house is like a million houses in Brisbane. It lets us safely get into the emotional space that they want to play in. I think that's the, that's the trick. And you talk about safe, but also I'm hearing so much pride. Like you're flying the flag here for Brizzy. Oh, yeah, well, it's a beautiful... like. You listen to Joe and Joe goes, I just want people to experience the beautiful Brisbane that is. It's a real celebration this year. It's a real celebration of this town. Um, and it shows the world what Brisbane is now. You know, you sit here on South, we're sitting on South Bank, and this is the vista in one of the, yeah, one of the it's shops. it's pretty spectacular, isn't and it? And that building's only been there for a couple of years, right? We know it's a contemporary Brisbane. We know it's the Brisbane of now, and, and it's got all the feels of that that you can see everything about the city now and how people play in the street and in their backyards with their neighbours and go to the park, all of that stuff is what we do. And I talk to my friends overseas and they're like, I understand your life better because I can watch Bluey and see how you have this sense of expanse and we're in London and we don't have that. And you have this sense of 
joyful sunlight and we don't have that um it really does you know i love brisbane and i love that bluey is proud of brisbane as much as i am we're both in a, a, a facebook group that has a lot of american bluey fans involved and when the penny drops and they realize that bluey is actually set in a real place even though you're on facebook you can just see the mind being blown mm-hmm. and they go what it's a real place you say yep everything in bluey like where we are today down on the promenade uh, at South Bank, everything's a real place mm-hmm. um, that you can come and you can visit, and that just blows their minds. Yeah, right. That guy banging the thongs is in the mall, yep. banging the thongs on the thing, playing the music. Yeah, the tube you, instrument you can, thingy. You can do dance mode if you want to. Yep. Yeah. In Brisbane, it's real. In fact, we're staring at the building where they did the major dance-off. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, in dance mode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yep. So, yeah. you know, it's this Willy Lonka land for lots of people, but it's not. It's actually where we live. <laughs> And we had a bit of a peak Brisbane moment. I mean, you deliberately chose this spot down here by the river. And this is actually the spot where you see it in the ice cream episode yeah, yeah. with Uncle Stripe and Bandit getting ice creams for the kids. And then you've raised that a notch and told us about your peak Brisbane moment with ice cream. Tell us again. We were watching. I was doing a recap, you know, just checking it out. And my lo- my boys love, I've got a six and a ten-year-old, they love to see that episode because they feel like Cupac's their home. They've been there so much because I work there. And there's a moment where you get the wheel and the edge of Cupac in the, in the shot. Yes. And the day that that thing was released, my email lit up with just that screenshot going, Cupac's in Bluey. Um, and my boys love that thing. You know, we, you know, we kind of own that. And we were watching the episode again on the weekend and in the air conditioning in our house and uh, my wife used to work for the Queensland Ballet and they've just launched the Nutcracker again which I've seen a lot and the minute that music came on and they started doing the, the dance with the ice creams the boys started to dance as well they quickly made some ice cream cones out of Lego and were doing their own little ballet around the lounge room in their undies just kind of accidentally dropping their ice cream on the floor and pretending to cry because it was you know all of that stuff um, <laughs> having a great time but it's kind of yeah it's like joy of being able to sit in that space I think and watch them play and then join in with them playing like they're like dad come dance with us it's like, well, I don't have an ice cream cone boys I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> and I still can't believe that mine almost ended up on the ground right um, yeah. just like the bluey life episode, imitates really. art doesn't it I think the Australian cricket team is going to give me a call for the <laughs> quick flex moves I don't even know the words I'm just looking at Justin who loves his cricket going girl that's not even how you say it but I caught it it was a classic catch it was a classic catch it was a great catch shoved it back in the cone and kept going there was a bin chicken eyeing it off you know if you were to (laughs) spill the the cookies Uh, I'm still sticky and I think I'm bin chicken fodder like they can probably smell me from kilometres away at the moment macadamia nut ice cream here at South Bank well speaking of bin chickens I know Lou's very keen on bin chickens. You've got a bin chicken dress somewhere, don't you? I've got a shirt. A shirt, yeah. It's all about bin chicken shirts. Is there going to be any bin chickens in Bluey? I, the believe, show? I believe there are. I think we'll see a lot of those icono- icon- iconographic bits from Bluey back in the stage show. You can't you can't do Bluey without a bin chicken. Um, I think they're just they're still trying to train a COVID safe bin chicken to come on stage. I'm not sure how that works. Just a trail of rubbish, yeah, really, yeah, on really, stage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think because Bluey's, it's, it, there's a lot of puppet work in Bluey. Um, they've got some bin chicken puppets that will come out and explore the stage and kind of be a bit playful and, and um, you know, they're still working on the show. But yes, it's in the plans. They're right there. Talk technical to me. Yeah. How do you translate a cartoon where all the bets are off? They don't move like a real dog. 
So then you've got to take the cartoon version of that and put it on stage, but it's also not real. But you've got to do the unreal bit of puppetry yep. and stage yep. show work. How yep. are you doing that? Ultimately, this show, like while you see it on TV, it exists in our imagination, right? So all we've got to do is play in that space and make sure we're recreating that. Um, we had a great script from Ludo, from Joe, uh, and it's tricky. Like, you know, we're used to a 7, 12-minute Louis. This is a 15, 45, 50-minute 50 stage show. How do you extend the arc of an episode or multiple episodes? Or, you know, how do you do that? Um, and they've done a beautiful job of making that thing. They've, you know, they've, they've, they've recreated it beautifully on stage. The puppeteer is amazing. He did things like um, King Kong on Broadway. So he has an amazing amount of skill and an amazing amount of ability to make these puppets feel like they're not puppets, that they're real and they're they're in life and and the work that the whole cast do. Making those elements come to life is amazing. I was sitting there in a really early rehearsal before COVID watching them just mess around with this kind of faked up puppet and you can see the tail waggle, you can see the spin, they were doing the opening credits and they were doing everything and you're like, oh, this is really cool, this is really cool and it's not even a blue puppet, it was like this grey kind of cylinder and it worked beautifully. Um, I think the work they're going to do just to recreate what you feel is the cast is yes. wonderful. Um, and there's, you know, there's some stagecraft, there's some magic in there that, that will happen and... I think the show, like Bluey on TV, has the similar kind of aesthetic, the similar kind of quality of care for our family and the family watching it, for the children in the audience, that there are beautiful moments, there's a story to be told and a lesson to be learnt, um, but it doesn't smack you over the head with it and there's lots of fun and lots of games to play. Um, I think if you can sit in that space, then you know you can feel the blueiness about it. That's, that's what you get. And that's and- what theatre is, right? Yes, and on like to dovetail into that, we're talking about empathy and understanding. We're not smacking you over the head with a life lesson, but there's always some sort of message in Bluey. It's beautiful. Uh-huh. But also being a stage show, you're just about to release the extra tickets. Kind of feels like a bit of a, a celebration after this one hell of a year. Oh, uh, one hell of a year is right. Look, we so we'd sold a lot of tickets for June when we were originally going to do it and then we had to put that on hold and everyone was so gracious and so understanding that we didn't know how to resolve that but everyone just went, yep, we'll hold on to our tickets and we'll go with you on the journey. There was that immediate empathy from our audience going, yeah, we're we're there with you and we'll take the pumps on this thing because we love it so much. And then we had to, we we planned to do it at 50% in um, December, January and that's no mean task to go. There's 15,000 people who were all in a full house and then we have to split them to half a house. So there was a whole, like, four weeks worth of work for a whole team of people in our ticketing system to call those people and reseat them and make sure that they were in a different time at Christmas, which was tricky, and look after our audience that way. And we did that. And now we're going back and going, ah, we're going to fill it back up again. And everyone's just been with us. The, the empathy in terms of the community around Bluey gone with us on that journey and have been really really supportive the the guys that are producing it um bbc and aka are a wonderful company really taking care of any everyone through this process i have to admit i was quite emotional when i got the email to say we're now going to be at full capacity uh-huh. and it just felt like it was like saying you did okay this year like we all got there together and now we can all have fun 
it's now become a Christmas date show of sorts. It's funny how it was meant to be in June, uh-huh. but now it's almost like we've got that culture here in Brisbane, don't we? You see something like the Nutcracker or a ballet in the Christmas run-up to things. You might pop across the bridge to go into the CBD, look at the windows mm-hmm. of the Christmas displays, see the Christmas tree. Now Bluey's a part of that too. It almost is like this is the better version of what we we're going to do in June. You're probably sitting there thinking, I would have loved to have done it in June. Oh, we, I would so have loved to have done it in June. <laughs> I would have loved for this to be the return season of Bluey, not oh, the original season of Bluey. Um, look, I, I can't wait to do the show. I think that's, you know, it's not about, for me, it's not about Christmas, although you're right, it's a lovely Christmas present and a beautiful summer celebration and what a good, wonderful end of the year. Um, I think, you know, we're all kind of celebrating that at QPAC going, we are getting back on our feet again. We're getting back up. And people are coming to see shows and everyone's comfortable about that. We know how to do it safely. And um, the work we do is really, really good and powerful. And everyone's telling us that by buying the tickets and coming. Um, I would have just loved to see this show in June. I, you know, it's so exciting and I want the world to see it. And I want, you know, all of Australia to see it. I think it's it's a beautiful piece of work. And um, I just want to share it with people. You look so excited saying that. It's like, just bring on it up the stage. Yeah, yes. right. It's like, and I want to see it. I want to see what they actually do with it because I only know so far, they've, you know, they've got not landed in the rehearsal room fully yet. There's a whole lot of other people to add their value onto that as they make it. So I can't wait to see it. And even though we're proud, Brizzy, I kind of like how it's a bit of an Australia has all got behind it to pull it off. Yeah, like it's a huge tour. I think, um, you know, this... This thing, it's not just going to take Australia by storm. I think it'll go to the world and I think it will do, it will take the arts and children's arts to the world. And I don't know if you know, but that part of our arts sector is really, really good at taking its product to the rest of the world. We've got huge companies here in Australia that tour for children and young people all over the world. And I think Bluey will absolutely step into that space and possibly set another agenda around the opportunities that can exist in a, in, in this space. I mean, it's it's a show as big as some major music groups. Um, and people go, it's, but it's a kid show. Well, it's not. It's a family show. It's a show for everyone. Um, yeah, plays. And we've seen so much. It's just exploded on international forums about what is this show, Bluey? Is that real? What are you telling me I can go get spring rolls from Crown Chinese and Ashgrave? Like that sort of right. minute level of detail. Yeah. Um, and you can drink from the, the tap outside it. You can it's drink not from a problem. the tap outside. Yep, they're all good with that. <laughs> what, what's the appeal then? Of, what makes it universal all about Bluey, do you think? Uh, I think it's the... It's the sense of play. It's the fact that Bandit has play at his heart and he won't let the girls off the hook in that, that actually we're going to play. We're going to, we're going to sit in that space and that space is really important. And in a world that's come through a whole heap of rules and laws and structures and that play is really important in our life, that creative output is really important in our life and some people need to see that, to remember that or to remember how to do that. And Bluey showing us all how to do that. For me, it's about me, as much me watching Bandit being an octopus as my kids <laughs> trying to get to the treasure, right? It's, you know, I'm, sometimes I'm the Dalmatian in that. Sometimes I'm the healer in that. I don't know how to play sometimes, and it's really useful. The fact that it's set in this real place, but it's fantastical with dogs in it, the fact that everything other than the fact that their dogs is real kind of brings everyone into it really authentically and makes it work, 
Yep, I love that. So you mentioned touring. So where is the stage show off to next? Um, Travelling around Australia, I presume? Uh, Yeah, look, the original plan was for it to do its Brisbane season and then go to Adelaide and do a season down there. And I think that's still the intent. It's going to do a little hiatus and then start its national tour. Um, That needed a little bit of support to do that COVID safe. And uh, the companies found that support. Um, a significant amount of federal funds to make sure that there's a second company and we can hopscotch and, you know, really make the show safe and make sure we can deliver without um, providing too much angst to the audiences in that kind of uncertainty. Uh, So in the early half of next year, it should start touring around Australia and and we'll do so for quite some time. Well, Brett, thank you so much for having a chat to us on Bluey's Brisbane today. Really appreciate your time and your insight into uh, what's going to be a great show. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Bluey's Brisbane. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for at Bluey's Brisbane. Bye, Bluey.